0: oh my gosh good evening my fellow listeners welcome to the off the chain podcast live on anchor fm you are listening to off the chain on anchor fm i am your host austin sweet and i am also here with dakota making his first guest appearance on the off the chain podcast and holy cow guys we got a lot to discuss and we don't have a lot of time to do so So let's go ahead and dive right into this. So SmackDown opens up, obviously, with everyone cutting their promo Saturday Night's Main Event style. Um, But then all of a sudden Bray Wyatt comes on. He says he tried to find Braun in the swamp, but he had no success in doing so. So he rambles on saying, like, as long as... Braun Strowman's intercontinental champion, The Fiend's around, and no one's safe. Let him in. And The Fiend does factor in to, excuse me, what I just saw. What I literally just saw. And we're going to cover that as soon as SmackDown, as soon as we get to the end of the show. But then we get into the main card. AJ Styles was Grand Metal League for the intercontinental championship I just got to go and say right now, two of the best competitors, hands down, bar none, in WWE right now. Do you agree with that, Dakota? Yeah. I mean, these two put on one heck of a match. Literally, one heck of a match. Styles eventually gets the win with the calf crusher, and then he takes out Lince Dorado um, at the end of the match with the Styles Clash. But overall, hard-hitting action between the two. Um... So really satisfied with that match. Um, Let's move on now to... And we're not going to go in any particular order. Um, Jeff Hardy cutting his promo saying how he's happy to be a husband. He's happy to be a dad. Um, His sobriety. um, He's happy to be sober. But then all of a sudden, we get King Stupid Corbin coming out to the ring... Saying he's his kingdom has turned into a mental asylum. Coda, what? do you like King Corbin? Yeah, I for one do not like King Corbin at all. Um, back when Baron Corbin first yeah. debuted in WWE, he was awesome. Now they just made him into a complete joke. Um, then he said he had a match with Drew Gulak, and he talked about Matt Riddle. And I'm surprised no one's saying, "Go, why do you, why do you hate Matt Riddle?" I never said I hated Matt Riddle. I never said I hated him. He's prob- Matt Riddle is one of the best technical wrestlers right now. He rambles on, and he says that he that he can't find his shoes. A complete joke. And then he offers Chad Gable um a chance to take out Matt Riddle. So during um, King Corbin versus Drew Gulak. Matt Riddle comes out. King Corbin obviously gets the win. Go figure. I mean, why did did Drew Gulak even re-sign with WWE? Just to make him a complete joke? I believe so. So, um... So that happens. And then... Chad Gable comes in... Out of nowhere. And attacks... uh, Matt Riddle. Um... So very, very surprising to see where this goes with um, between Chad Gable and Shorty G. So then we get Big E versus The Miz. He kicks off his many singles running until Kofi Kingston comes back. And if you guys remember correctly, last week, um, Kofi said that he would to be out for six weeks. He beats The Miz by submission. That's something that Big E's usually never done. So if I was WWE, I would actually literally book Big E to be a singles competitor and break up the New Day. But... It's it's e- it's neither here nor there in my opinion. But at the same time though, you also gotta factor in that the new day has been around for a really long time. They've done it all in the business, multiple time tag team champion. They've done it all. Keep on calling it back, Austin. So What? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um But it's going to be kind of interesting to see where this goes. So... You're really happy? We're going to... Yeah, Dakota mentioned Bailey. We're going to cover that at the end of the show. Um, so then we see Cesaro and Nakamura celebrating their tag team title win. Um, and then Lucha House Party comes in. AJ Styles literally laid them out minutes ago in the ring. But it's whatever. Um, they say that they're going to... Um, challenge for the tag team titles. It's not going to be long before they do eventually challenge for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, So, it's going to be kind of interesting to see where the tag team division goes from there. Then we get Naomi defeating Lacey Evans with a backslide. This feud I could literally care less about. I don't care for this Naomi Lacey Evans feud. And it's all over a freaking tweet. So... Don't care for the feud. That's my thought on it. Let's move on. Sheamus tells SmackDown that Jeff Hardy isn't his problem anymore and um and he warns the SmackDown locker room. So, it's going to be interesting to see what goes on there with that. Um then we get Otis and Mandy Rose. Oh my gosh. Dude, come on WWE otis is money is mr money in the bank you put the briefcase on otis for a reason and he's still with mandy rose come on wwe you need to focus on the task at hand and that's having otis as mr money in the bank not being with mandy rose i'm sorry that's my thought on it so that's just my opinion so that after the commercial break we come back and we see Sonya Deville just going mayhem. He, She just MC hammers uh, Mandy Rose. And what I mean by that, she literally beat Mandy Rose up. And she literally cuts all, almost all of her hair off. Just gotta say they, they're booking Sonya Deville right for this feud. Because it's just bitter jealousy between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. They're booking... Sonia Deville, right. And they're booking Otis wrong. So, great booking between Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville. Perfect. And now we're going to go to the main event Bailey versus Nikki Cross. A rematch from Extreme Rules. Okay, I'll just go ahead and put this, I'm just going to make this as blunt as possible. I don't care for Bailey and Sasha Banks. I really don't. Bailey can never win clean. She always has her lackey Sasha Banks with her. That's all I got to say about that. Now, Nikki has some potential in her to be a singles competitor. But if she keeps hanging out with Alexa Bliss, she's going to get nowhere. And Alexa Bliss does tie in to the shocker of the night. And we're going to cover that. Dakota and I are both going to cover it so good match between the two i mean at least bailey won clean in my opinion and then nikki cross shoves alexa bliss down to the ground and here comes the shocker of the night the lights go out literally the lights go out and you see red lighting in the ring and who's in the ring with alexa bliss the fiend the fiend okay the fiend Bray Wyatt literally in the same ring as Alexa Bliss now here's the reasoning on that because Alexa Bliss was tied in to the match between Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt at the horror show at Extreme Rules so Bray must be thinking to himself that, okay, Alexa's sister Abigail. But sister Abigail has been kind of a mystery. Um, so for Bray to actually do something like that, that's just an unbelievable shocker. That's the shocker of the night, in my opinion. Because back in the day, they didn't do Bray Wyatt right back in when he re-debuted and he got repackaged. But they completely restarted Bray Wyatt, gave a perfect restart to The Fiend. That right there is shocker of the night, hands down. So, Dakota, what are your thoughts on it? Did that shock you? Yeah. Like, how good did it shock you? I have no idea. Well, obviously, Dakota doesn't watch modern-day wrestling, but I do. But oh my gosh. And they did that perfectly. The announced team said absolutely nothing um to end SmackDown. But my the question is still, why? Why did Bray Wyatt go after Alexa Bliss? Um it's gonna be really, really crazy and wacky to find out why? Why Bray did what he did to Alexa Bliss? Um. So it's gonna be really, really interesting to see what happens. Um, match of the night. I will definitely give it to AJ Styles and Grand Me- and uh, Grand Metalik. Uh, both put on an excellent show. Like I said. But with Jeff Hardy and all that, I forgot to mention, WWE really needs to move on with Jeff Hardy. They need, they need to. They got no choice but to move on with Jeff Hardy. You can't have him keep feuding with Sheamus. It's going to get repetitive. It's going to get boring. Don't get me wrong. The bar fight was great. But you need to switch it up. Switch it up, WWE. Do something else with Jeff Hardy don't align him with king corbin i mean god forbid you align him with king corbin and you're gonna get nowhere with that but the shocker of the night like i said and i can't get my mind wrapped around this bray wyatt attacks alexa bliss to end smackdown um that was a really creepy way to end smackdown to be honest but it's just oh my gosh crazy 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 so we're gonna find out hopefully next week um, what happens next maybe we'll get an explanation from Bray Wyatt but more importantly I don't think we should get an explanation I don't think Bray needs to explain anything it should be the fiend explaining what he why he did it to Alexa Bliss because trust me when I say this the fiend doesn't talk the fiend doesn't talk he lets his actions speak louder than his words but I think it is time for The Fiend to talk. The Fiend needs to speak. I mean, if The Fiend speaks just once, just once, WWE, have The Fiend speak for once, just one time. Let that be that, and then have Bray Wyatt do all the talking and have The Fiend do what he usually does. So that be that's going to be kind of cool. Um, And it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens next with Bray Wyatt, because the way they pulled it off tonight was perfect, in my opinion. All right, so the final verdict for Friday Night for the July 31st, 2020 episode of of Friday Night Smackdown. It had its pros and cons, but with that ending... And with everything else you factor in to tonight and the shocker of the night, I am honestly going to give SmackDown tonight and it and it's lucky to get this a nine out of ten, lucky, a lucky nine out of ten. Um, because of that ending, because of Sonya Deville beating up Mandy Rose, we also saw a little bit of Bayley Hacker won. Man fan thousand. Yes, Bailey did win. Um, a little bit of Hackerman 5000. Who knows what will happen with that. And the opening bout was just fantastic. So SmackDown Tonight easily escapes with a 9 out of 10. If they didn't have Bray Wyatt coming out at the end and taking out Alexa Bliss, it would have at least easily dropped to an 8 or a, a 7 or an 8. But 9 out of 10 tonight. Great show. Fantastic. Um, Cotto, what do you give SmackDown tonight? Two. Dakota gives SmackDown a 2 out of 10. Like I said, SmackDown has been doing okay, but not Monday Night Raw, and we're going to cover that in the next episode. So, thank you guys very much for watching, for listening. Um, I really enjoy you guys listening to these podcasts. Um, be sure you subscribe to me and Dakota's YouTube channel. It is The Sweet Life of Dakota in Austin. Be sure you're following me on my social media networks Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. Also, um be sure you follow me on Anchor as well, anchor.fm. Um stream stream all my podcasts wherever podcasts are available. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Stream these podcasts. They're available to you. So thank you guys very much for watching. This is Awesome Sweet signing off for the night. You're listening to Off the Chain on Anchor FM.